0: Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I was thinking about doing a podcast on this topic, and then one of my friends were talking, and she's like, yeah, I totally, totally wasn't expecting that part of it, which I was like, oh, yeah, that part of motherhood, that is a thing. That is definitely a thing. And so this podcast is going to be about marriage post-baby. Dun-dun-dun-dun. And it can be so hard navigating your marriage after you have a baby, because you're just recovering, you're healing, you're doing all these things, and then you're, like, you're in sync, but you are trying to figure out how to navigate life with another human that needs a lot of help. So, when, when Zach and I found out we were pregnant with Isaiah, we were six months married, and so we were smacked up in the middle of the honeymoon phase, to be honest, and... It was, I mean, mean, I've talked about my pregnancy before, but it was just so, just changed everything. Um, But when we had Isaiah, it was, like, kind of, it was kind of, like, beneficial to us because we were still trying to hit our stride as far as, like, Zach got a new job. And we were, like, we literally moved when Isaiah was eight weeks. (laughs) I don't recommend that. (laughs) but we moved, we did all these things and um, we're trying to figure out our stride. So it was all kind of like up in the air. So that was kind of nice because we got to like pave this new like schedule and we together. But when we were praying over the year in 2018, right before Isaiah was born, we felt like the Lord gave us the word grace for the year. And that honestly, we held on to like our lives depended upon it. Like we just had to give so much grace to each other with just navigating this thing, like with navigating marriage, because when you have a baby and you have like your own needs and your spouse's needs and you want to be a good, you know, wife, mother, etc., you have to just give lots of grace because you're honestly trying to figure it out. You're just, you're, you're trying to figure out, there's no manual. They don't send you home with like, oh, here's your baby. And plus here's how to have a great marriage on top of it. It's just, you figure it out as you learn. And they can't because everybody's different. So what works for one person might not work for another. But the thing that's universally is true is just grace. Give, give, grace, grace, grace. And so I was so thankful to the doctor because right after I had Isaiah, the doctor came in and he had this kind of solemn, stoic look on his face. And he asked to speak with us. And we're like, okay, like, is everything over? Is everything going all right? And he said, he you guys like, listen, you guys are a team. This is your first baby. You don't know what kind of baby you're going to have. You like babies are on a spectrum. You could have an angel baby. He said, my friend had a baby. And by the time they were four months, he was like sleeping through the night. It was a like, perfect child. Or you could have like a baby like me and my wife had, we had a baby and like, he was so colicky and we literally had to take turns holding him while he cried. Um, And he was like, you don't know what kind of baby you're going to have? But he's like, but here's what's important, you guys. And he looked at Zach. I swear I didn't pay him to say that. He's like, she needs 30 minutes by herself every day without a baby. Every day. And I was like... I, was like, I don't like I'm fine. I can manage my own baby. But Zach took that to heart and applied that. Oh my gosh, it was such a lifesaver because so I had 30 minutes to do whatever I wanted. I could sleep. I could do whatever. And so I was like, no, today is, it's your 30 minutes. You need to go do this. And there was so much grace. I felt like there was such a space for me to just relax or do whatever. And that in and of itself made me just appreciate him and love him and adore him and respect him so much more which was really good for our marriage. And then he got to hang out with Isaiah, which was really awesome. But that was a big deal. And that was a big deal for us and really helped us, um, just giving each other what we need in the moment. And I think you have to, (laughs) you're going to have to like bring your expectations down a little bit of your needs. Cause if you're used to having dinner on the table by five, I mean, I used to love having dinner on the table, like ironing all of Zach's clothes, like making him lunch, charging his phones. Like I love doing all that. But once I had Isaiah, it was like, honey, you're on your own. You can, you can do your own stuff right now. Cause I am literally haven't left the couch because I am cluster feeding, but it's, it's like finding out things like, okay, I know I can't do what I used to be able to do, but what can I do that would still make you feel loved? And also just the other spouse, just giving grace is so, necessary. So grace, grace, grace. The second thing that is so important, I feel like that really helped us was just supporting each other, just supporting each other. So when you have a baby, obviously there's like tons of needs. And I think we really, I think getting on the same team mentality, like we are on the same team and we are going to like shoot at the same targets and go for it. Even if it's like, even if you, need to get on the same time like I remember we had like a budget meeting and we were just like yes we're just like on the same team and it feels so good to be on the same team as your spouse so like know you can support your spouse by being on the same team and also just doing things that is that are helpful and whether whatever that is however your spouse feels loved you guys are just like honestly sharing the burden and if you like um don't and if you feel like you're sharing more of a burden than your other than your spouse, and like don't let the sun go down on your anger, talk about it. Like seriously, do those things. I remember, um, we, oh, golly, I just like any unmet expectations, like that leads to just like sadness, and that can turn your heart bitter quick. So you don't want to do that, and just start about like talk about what's reasonable reasonable or feasible like this is what I can do this is what I can't and like that is so helpful for just navigating life with a new baby and trying to support each other like for for us like Zach really supported us when we were moving like he freaking moved everything we owned did all the work I mean Zach's Zach is amazing, but I mean, he did it all. Well, I was literally just cluster feeding Isaiah, like packed up the truck, packed up all of our stuff, did it all, and then like was learning how to do a new job. Like I think that would make me feel like, and for me just to support him by just like, okay, like I literally, I just have baby, like don't even worry about it. You can just do what you need to do. But that was so helpful. And I know that sounds like, eh, like, supporting each other that doesn't sound super romantic you guys it's the phase of life you just had a baby like romance is great and there's a time and a place for it but you guys we're like living in real life <laughs> now everything is cupcakes and roses and like sometimes the most romantic thing is to bring your spouse a cup of coffee in bed in the morning or give them 10 minutes extra sleep because you know that they need it like just meeting needs before they become needs is like the most romantic thing and I think like we can forget that especially as like we just get into these like phases where we just like all focused on the baby so much but just support your spouse and then the the next thing I would so suggest to you is at about, when you have, like, a regular schedule going with your baby, when you're, like, out of survival mode, and they sleep for, like, you know, four-hour stretches, um, what I did is I surprised Zach with a babysitter, and then, like, I planned a little date, and we went out. I mean, we were, like, oh my gosh, it feels so weird to be out for so long without Isaiah, but guys, do stuff like that. Like, women, if you were sitting here waiting for your, your, your husband to just be, like, sweep me off my feet again, like, that, is great but also like get some creativity and get some gumption and just like go for it if you want it like get a babysitter and do all those things because most likely your husband is just trying to meet like physical needs and you can just plan that and that will really surprise him and I'm sure he would love it but that's something that I try and do is just like get a babysitter surprise Zachary and like we're going out like to sushi or whatever but it's so helpful just to have that time with the grandparents to babysit or someone you trust. That's super important. It's super important. And it's it's imperative to your marriage. You, like, might feel like you just want to sit there and not do anything. But honestly, just going out and being with your spouse is is so important. Because I always tell Isaiah, I mean, even though he's what? like a year old, I'm always like, Isaiah, I love you, but I love your dad more. Like you will grow up and leave me one day, but your dad is with me forever. So those would be the things I would suggest. Like one, give tons of grace, forgive really easily. Two, freaking support each other, like physically support each other. What do they need? Are they thirsty? Are they hungry? Like, do they need food? Do they need their phone charged? What can I do? Like, can I, you know, do you want a specific thing washed. I mean, support them. And then the third thing is just, just the romance of just having time together. Just make that a a time that you guys can just be together, whether that's the grandparents or a friend you trust, watch the baby and surprise them. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what your thoughts are and how you help with your marriage.